1: The Big 12 announces a record distribution for their member schools. What does that mean for BYU football and the rest of the BYU athletic department as they get ready to play in the Big 12 in 2023 and beyond? We'll get into that. We'll also talk about the changes going on in BYU women's basketball. A coach retained, star player exiting. A whole lot to get to ahead on today's edition of Locked on Cougars. You are Locked on Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. as the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning. But more importantly, thank you for making us here on Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Always appreciate you guys checking us out. We're proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where, of course, the motto is your team every day. And as such, this is your only daily podcast focused on all things BYU. The goal here, simply stated, is to make you the smartest BYU BYU fan in the room all the news opinion whatever you guys need to make you guys the smartest Cougar family You're talking with your family and friends. This is the place to get all of that So thank you for your support apologies if My voice sounds a little funky still dealing with some seasonal allergies that have started to set in a little bit for me Kind of weird normally mine come in the early part of the spring We're in June now, which is actually the technically the end 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 of spring and it's now starting to flare up for me So you know what? Apologies if it sounds a little different, but nonetheless, let's get right to it today. And the Big 12 announced over the weekend at the conclusion of their Big 12 spring meetings that they have a record amount of distribution for all 10 of their member schools currently in the conference. They announced $426 million in distribution. That comes out to a total of $42.6 million for each of those member schools. Obviously, BYU, not a member of the conference yet, will not be getting any of that cash windfall, but What does it mean for the Cougars as they get ready to join the Big 12? We've heard it from Bob Bowlesby that BYU can be looking at probably getting a half share of a membership when it comes to the first two years they'll be in the conference ahead of what is expected to be a brand new media rights deal in 2025. Well, if that means that 42.6 was 100% of a member's pay rate, and by the way, one note on that, it was a 20% increase over last year's distribution from the Big 12 and a 9% increase over pre-pandemic levels it is a record amount of money this is actually a very good thing if you're a byu fan because half of that if you go off of just this year's number alone going into 2023 for byu and beyond that means byu share should be looking at 21.3 million dollars and if you want to know what the university of utah got this past year from the pac-12 it was 19.3 million dollars so if these numbers hold and there is still big question mark if they actually will hold that means the BYU off the bat as a half sh- revenue share member of the Big 12 for two years would already be making more than Utah in the Pac 12 did this past year. Can we expect that the Pac 12's distribution numbers will go up as they get past this pandemic? Because they were one of the conferences that really was very cautious and didn't really play games during the pandemic. Will they see their distribution numbers go up? I would think so, but. If you're a BYU fan and you want to talk a little smack, throw the fact that you can point right now to a 50% revenue share from the Big 12 is worth more than a full revenue share in the Pac-12. That could be something fun to have fun with your Ute friends, family, and just compatriots that you want to uh, just needle a little bit. It's one of those fun things. I had some of you point out that my reference to the 15 Aggie fans speaking to Utah State on Friday's show uh, was pretty funny. But you know what? We're just having fun here. And I think the bigger point is, is BYU goes into the Big 12. If this continues to hold, and there is a big question mark of what the new media rights deal will look like without Texas and Oklahoma in the fold as a member of the Big 12. All the projections that I saw before this announcement were that the new Constituted big twelve the new twelve teams with the new four members including BYU coming in and with Texas and Oklahoma exiting, they would be looking somewhere in the projection of thirty to thirty five million dollars That is more money than BYU has ever seen in the entirety of their Athletic Department's history in terms of an, a yearly an annual distribution amount that is an incredible sum of money and BYU will be very happy to have that the hope is is BYU they've talked about for many years doing less with more well now what can you do with more with more? That is the big question mark for the Cougars here. Yes, do I, well, no, back, back up for a minute here. Do I think that BYU can expect $42 or $45 million annually as soon as Texas and Oklahoma exit this? No, I think that there will be a little bit of a drop-off with the TV partners that whoever the, the Big 12 decides to partner with, whether it's ESPN, Fox, CBS, uh, even if Amazon, Netflix, Apple at all get involved with this. I am of the opinion that yes that those numbers will probably drop a little bit but if you're making 35 million dollars as a member of the Big 12 when BYU I think my best guess is that BYU probably at the most has been making between 10 and 15 million dollars as an athletic department that is more than double what you have made in your best years as an athletic department that is an absolute incredible cash windfall and BYU will be lucky to have that the hope is and this is my hope for BYU is that as you get more and more of this money what will you do with it will you be smart with this money will you invest it in the right places the other question will be for many many years the athletic department at BYU has been forced to eat what it kills and what I mean by that is many people out there outside of BYU fans I know most of you know this no tithing funds from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints have ever been used to fund BYU athletics they have been told you can exist so long as you can fund yourselves I am interested to see how the university is going to handle Tom Homo or whoever is running BYU athletics having 35, 40 million dollars in their coffer coming in annually. And based on what I understand, not having to share it with the university it could be some interesting politics and dynamics at play when that comes to fruition. The thing I want to see from BYU is, yes, do more with more. Invest this in the right places. If I were Tom Homo and the BYU Athletics Brain Trust, I'd be pitching the university right now saying, let us take all of our athletics across the street to that Provo High campus. Let us completely level it. Let us build it up in the image of what Cougar Nation can expect and want from their athletic department. Have a brand new football facility. Have the basketball facility exist where it stands right now, but I'm talking about the other sports sports. Let soccer move in there. Let the volleyball programs just build up a new essentially an athletics campus and let BYU athletics flourish. That is what I would like to see. That's what I want to see the future of BYU athletics be all about. For many many years All of us out there, yours truly included, I I work in a different space now. I work in the media covering the Cougars, but I have dreamed for years of seeing BYU have the type of resources they look like they're going to be able to have here in the next couple of years. This is an incredible moment for BYU Athletics. Let's hope they make the most of it, and yes, do more with more. Invest in the right places and let your athletic department go out there, flourish, and yes, with a conference that for most people in most people's minds doesn't have a top dog why can't be why you ascend to the top of the big 12 there's no reason to think that they can't because there is going to be a pretty even playing field i feel like for many of these athletic departments coming into the conference and those being left behind by texas and oklahoma go out there show what you can do and use this money to good effect That is was i'm looking for and man i know that For most of us comprehending 21 million dollars, let alone a million dollars is absolutely Unfathomable It's incredible what's coming down the pipe for BYU and some good news It looks like BYU firmly could be finding themselves in the middle part. Like There's one other thing real quick the SEC and the Big Ten, we look we we're looking at that. The projections for them is $100 million per school with their new media rights. If the Big 12 can push it to $40 million a year, the Pac-12, they're probably, I would guess, somewhere in that same range. You're going to be right on the same footing as the ACC, who's going to fall behind. You'll be right on the footing same footing with the Pac-12. There's nothing wrong with that. BYU could be competitive right away in terms of the resources being allotted to them. Now go out in there and take care of business. Win the games you're supposed to. Invest this money the right way and go out there and just absolutely let the Cougars roar. Be pretty fun. I'm looking forward to this. All right, coming up here in just a minute. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the changes going on with BYU women's basketball. A top recruit decides to switch allegiances. Uh, their top player decides to bolt, but they get a key piece back in the recruit. Uh, now they're recruiting their coaching staff. We'll get to all of that here in just a moment. First, though, a word on our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online is the number one source for all of your betting stats and sports information needs. Find all the latest odds for your sports developments, news, uh, including this year's basketball championship matchup. In the NBA Finals, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, which by the way have kind of turned into routes, Major League Baseball scores, and of course the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. Betonline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today, that's betonline.net, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action available to you now. It's all courtesy of your friends at Betonline where the game starts. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We're on YouTube. Uh, I'm pointing down to the right corner here. If you don't mind, make sure you guys check out our YouTube channel. So I'm pointing the wrong way. I'm still getting used to this new camera alignment. Uh, I don't know. Anybody watching this is like, you're giving me anxiety, Jake. Right there. That right corner. Go down there. Hit that button. uh, Hit the bell button. If you like this show, just tell me you like it by liking the show. But I also love, love your comments, your questions, whatever you guys got for us love you guys interacting with the show so please continue to do that like I said it's free and available on YouTube but also available wherever you get your podcast Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Spotify you guys know where to get it and make sure you guys hit that follow button wherever you're listening to this podcast and if you don't mind if it gives you the option to do so leave us a rating and review All all right let's talk a little bit about BYU women's basketball for a moment here there is some interesting dynamics at play right now let's start off with the biggest news of the weekend I feel like and that is that BYU junior Star Shaylee Gonzalez has officially announced that she has entered the NCAA transfer portal. There were rumblings coming up Friday uh, as they as they started to kind of emerge reports of her entering the transfer portal. Well, she addressed it in a post over the weekend, saying, "Quote: Thank you to my coaches, team trainers, the BYU athletic department, the university donors, and the Rock for the amazing four years at BYU. I am so thankful for all the relationships and memories that were made. Thanks to my teammates for always having my back and pushing me to be my best on and off the court. Thank you, Cougar Nation, fan." Family and friends for showing me so much love and support. BYU will always have a special place in my heart. With that being said, after a lot of prayer, I have decided to enter my name into the transfer portal, and I could not be more excited for the upcoming opportunities. This is going to be an interesting time for BYU women's basketball because Shaley Gonzalez, in my opinion, is in the top five of all-time BYU women's basketball players. I know that's. Hard to believe because she's only a junior. She's only played at BYU for three full years. She had an ACL injury at one point in her career. But there's going to be some interesting times ahead for Amber Whiting, the new woman's head coach. Can she get uh, Shaylee Gonzalez to possibly consider coming back to BYU? Going into the transfer portal does not mean that your career is done as a college basketball player, to be very clear. You can withdraw your name at any point and decide to return to the program you're playing for. And I've got no reason to think that Amber Whiting has closed that door on Shaylee Gonzalez coming back to BYU. You. It's it's an interesting dynamic here because Amber Whiting has obviously been trying to keep this squad together, but to have your star player decide that she is out. Well, I saw it on social media people saying, well, that was an awful hire. You know what? Uh, Let's let's let things just settle out a little bit. I, I'm not ready to throw and say that Amber Whiting was a bad hire. It's way, way, way too early to say that. The the biggest thing for BYU right now is that they need to make sure that they have got the right. Uh, players that are bought into this program. If there are players who are considering leaving, if I'm Amber Whiting, I if, this is just me speaking. I, I can't speak for Amber Whiting, Coach Whiting. If I were Amber Whiting, I would hold a player's meeting and say, here's the deal. I would love to have you be a member of this program. I got nothing but respect for what Juddie did. Speaking of Jeff Judkins, the 21 year veteran who recently hung it up and uh, Amber Whiting's replacing him I've got nothing but respect for what he did here. If you would like to be a part of this new era of BYU women's basketball, I'd love to, nothing more than that for you. But if you feel like you need to explore your options, I am okay with that. Just promise me, like I said, I'm speaking as if I were Coach Whiting, just promise you you will consider coming back to BYU. I don't know uh, what to make of Shayla Gonzalez. I think that last part saying that I could not be more excited for the upcoming opportunities That indicates to me that I think she's probably not planning on returning to BYU. Shaylee Gonzalez will have no shortage of suitors in the women's basketball game for her skill set. She is absolutely phenomenal. She is an incredible athlete. But the important part for Amber Whiting is he did retain a key part of the former coaching staff and that is former BYU men's basketball standout and long, not long time, uh, assistant coach. But Lee Kamard is sticking with BYU. He's the associate head coach. He actually got a little bit of a a pay bump, and obviously that title now makes him the number two behind Amber Whiting. This is an incredible hire to keep him on staff. The quote from Coach Whiting in the release from BYU said, I couldn't be more excited to have Lee with me as, an, as the associate head coach. Not only was he an amazing player here at the Y, but he brings a wealth of coaching knowledge and experience. Lee has established himself as a great recruiter, and I see him continuing in that capacity along with the expound, along with expounding upon skill development, game prep, and in-game tactics slash adjustments. I'm going to look forward to working side by side, with him, side by side with him as we take on this new challenge. He was an assistant coach for the past three seasons under Jeff Judkins, but now getting that associate head coach title, I think it's a very well-deserved honor for Lee Kamard. I can think that he was probably disappointed he wasn't named the outright head coach because he was in the mix for that, but the fact that he is now the number two under Coach Whiting gives him a lot of opportunities now that he may not have otherwise. I know Lee has endeavored to become a great coach Uh, since hanging up his uh, playing shoes after playing overseas for a number of years. But I think this is a really big hire because a guy like Lee could go to a Shaley Gonzalez and say, hey, I'm still here. I'd love nothing more than for you to return to play for BYU. Will that ultimately sway uh, Shaley Gonzalez to come back to BYU? Nobody knows, but the biggest thing right now for the BYU women's basketball program is to keep as much of the core that was very, very good last year. They were 26-4 and last year. That was an incredible season. I know it ended in disappointment uh, with them flaming out in the first round of the NCAA tournament when I thought, this is me speaking, I thought they were a dark horse Final Four contender if they were able to get the team rolling. Things did not pan out the way they expected. They kind of peaked too early. They peaked at the, in that home win over Gonzaga at the tail end of the regular season. I was there in Las Vegas as they just didn't seem to get in sync at all during the West Coast Conference Tournament. And of course, we all know what happened in the big dance. So... It's going to be an interesting time for Coach Whiting. She has got a lot to prove because Jeff Judkins left a fairly well-stocked cupboard and now maybe the best part of that cupboard, the best, most talented part, or the best tasting part of that cupboard, to use the cooking analogy, Shaylee Gonzalez decided she is going to exit stage right. I Man, I, I don't know what to make of BYU basketball, especially on the women's side of things right now, but I do think we need to just kind of Pull the reins back a little bit. Slow down a little bit. Trust that Tom Homo knows what he's doing. This is a guy who has proven time and time again with his hires during his tenure as athletic director. More often than not, he has been making the right hire. He sees something in Amber Whiting. I am of the opinion that good coaches can coach no matter what level they're at. Is she taking on an absolutely massive challenge to have one season before uh, getting herself established, before going into the Big 12? Yeah, she has bitten off a lot. Will she be able to chew it? We're going to find out. I, I'm very interested to see where things stand after this upcoming final run in the West Coast Conference for Amber Whiting and obviously then preparing to play in the Big 12. The Big 12 in the women's basketball sphere maybe isn't quite as daunting as the men's side, but it is still very, plenty Uh, hard for a program like BYU to make that jump. Amber Whiting is going to have her work cut out for her, but having a guy like Lee Kamard along for the ride will be a benefit. Not having Shaley Gonzalez, that's a pretty big hit, though, at the same time. So in some ways, it was uh, two steps back, one step forward, but we'll see where things stand. I'm going to kind of withhold judgment. I want to see how Amber Whiting does in this debut season upcoming. And I know that some of you just have... Zero interest in women's basketball. Let me be very clear about that. I get that you're probably like, why are you talking about this, Jake? But I think this is going to be a very interesting time. The women's basketball program took a pretty big leap in terms of the overall Cougar fan consciousness this past year. The question will be, can they keep that market share that they established for themselves, no matter how small it is, can they hold on to that with a new coach running things? Only time will tell, and it will be interesting to see how Amber Whiting goes about trying to kind of ingratiate herself with BYU basketball fans, because I'll tell you this much, Jeff Judkins, anybody who knows Juddy, to know Juddy is to love him. He wasn't absolute legend in every sense of the word. And he was just a great human being on top of that. So some interesting dynamics going on with the women's basketball program. All right, we're going to finish out today's show a little bit shorter show, by the way, uh, for you guys, if you're wondering what we're going to do for the rest of the quote unquote summer until BYU media day, and even into July, we're going to do some shorter shows. They may be two segments, uh, Pulling back the curtain a little bit. The way we set this up, it's 30 minutes or less of ideally most days, and it's three different major topics. I usually hit three different things. Some of these shows moving forward may just hit two things a day. And coming up next, we're gonna round out today's show with our player countdown. Who is one of the top players in BYU independent history? A guy that I loved watching, an absolute absolute bowling ball of a football player for BYU in the early days of independence. We're gonna talk about him next. First, though, let's talk about our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar are is just the absolute best. I, I mean this sincerely. Do you guys love a chewy, chocolatey brownie? What about a caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top? That sounds absolutely incredible, doesn't it? What if I told you you could have all that chocolatey, chewy goodness plus 17 grams of protein? Sound good? That's where you guys are in luck because caramel brownies are now available at Built.com right now. you got to act fast because they're a fan favorite and they're only around for limited time. That's the thing about these Built Bars, folks. They put out these limited time runs of flavors, and when they sell out, we don't know when they're going to come back. So if you want the caramel brownie, get on top of it. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, just 4 grams of sugar. I would replace a regular brownie with caramels with that caramel brownie bar in a heartbeat and give it a shot. Now you can go to built.com place your order while you're there. Use the promo code locked 15. That's L O C K E D one five for 15% off your order with built. Tasty is the new healthy. So once again, that's built.com to get your box of caramel brownie bars or any other flavor that's available at built.com right now and save yourself 15% with the promo code locked 15. When you get there, get enjoying the best tasting protein bars and do it with our friends at built bar. Alright, before we go on today's show, we have an important favor to ask all of you. We have put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On Podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It will not take very long and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. Want to get yourself some free tickets to watch BYU this fall? This is the way to do it. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you in advance for your help and sound off. Let us know what we can do better. We love hearing from you guys. You fans are the ones that make things go for us. So before we go on today's show, let's catch up on a couple of pieces of news. And today we start off with our player countdown series. Let's talk about a guy that I absolutely loved during his time as a BYU Cougar. He spanned the late years of the Mountain West era and the very earliest years of the independent era for BYU, but he was a guy that I loved watching and more importantly loved talking to, and that is Brandon Ogletree. Yes, the native of McKinney, Texas, McKinney High School, down there in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Ogletree listed at 5'11", 222 pounds. I call him a bowling ball because, yes, he's not your prototypically sized linebacker, but what he made up, what he lacked in terms of his overall stature he made up for it just in terms of overall production Garnered grand total of 245 total tackles in his career, 115 of those solos, had a half sack, 21 and a half tackles for loss, seven pass breakups, three forced fumbles, and three quarterbacks hits, including also, uh, excuse me, also going along with three interceptions. His best year came his senior season in 2012 for BYU. He had 101 total tackles, led BYU that year in total tackles, had 12 and a half tackles for loss, and obviously... Tree, as most people know him, was just a great, great interview. I loved talking with him. He went on to found for a short time. It was OgletreeFootball.com or something like that, where he was doing in-depth breakdowns of BYU football, and it was incredible stuff. Uh, I'm actually really sad he stopped doing it, and I think it kind of goes the way of most of these media ventures. A lot of people uh, hope that people will support these things, and it's tough, but Ogletree was just a great, dude to watch play football. I loved watching him, and as I said, he finished out his career with a flourish. 101 total tackles is nothing to sniff at. Most college football players will never get 100 total tackles in a single season. Uh, This past year, Ben Bywater did it for BYU, and it was an incredible accomplishment. He led BYU far and away with those 100 tackles, so it's a really cool thing, and obviously, Brandon Ogletree really laid a groundwork for some stellar quarterback, uh, not quarterback, linebacker play. Where did quarterback come from? Holy cow. But Anyways, I, I think incredible linebacker play for the independent era. Think about it. Uh, guys like uh, Kyle Van Noy came along after Ryan Ogletree actually kind of crossed over with him a little bit. Spencer Hadley, Hadley played a little bit. There was just a lot going on with BYU during his time. And the biggest thing I think right now for BYU is moving forward, what will BYU's linebacking core look like? I think guys like Peyton Wilgar, Keenan Peely... All talented players, will they be able to carry on this rich legacy? Sure looks like they'll be okay in doing it, and we'll find out as they continue to move forward here what the future for BYU in terms of overall linebacker play is. And will linebacker play transition? Because a lot of times now we're seeing five defensive backs being played on the field. BYU likes to use those hybrid guys, the flash position, guy like Chaz Ayu, who's maybe a little bit bigger than a regular safety. Too small to play a true linebacker spot, but they kind of play that hybrid role. There are a lot of different things in the future of football that I do wonder how the traditional linebacker, the Brandon Ogletrees of the world, are they being phased out? I have a hard time saying that. I don't think that they will be, but we'll find out as, as football continues to evolve. It's just a sport that continues to see where it, the future goes. Only coaches who have the kind of that foresight know where it's going, and players will obviously determine that as well. If they're able to play... You put them on the field. Alright, coming up on tomorrow's edition of the show, uh, we found it over the weekend where BYU women's volleyball and women's soccer will be playing this fall. We'll get to that later on this week. Hoping to also catch up with some guys from Wyoming and Utah State to talk about those games. Get an early look at the Aggies and the Cowboys as BYU will be taking on those teams at the end of September this coming fall. we got all that and more coming up on this week's editions of Locked On Cougars. So thank you for making us your first listen today. Go make our friends at Locked On Big 12 your second listen today. Josh Neighbors got you covered in 30 minutes or on everything going on with the Big 12 Conference. Check that out free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for June 6th, 2022, and we will catch you guys tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked
0: On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.